Welcome back to an all new episode of Soul Sugar Podcast. It is your hosts, Carrie and Alexander. And today we're going to be doing a episode that's kind of fun, lighthearted, but I'm excited for it. We're going to be doing how well do you know your partner quiz? So essentially we're going to find out how well we know each other and just find out more details about each other. Maybe things we don't know about each other and definitely things that you guys don't know about us. And I felt like this was a good time to do it because like we talked about in another podcast episode, we put it on the shelf for a second. And when we put it on the shelf, we continued with our YouTube channels and you know, new people came over to our YouTubes, to our Instagram. So there's definitely new people around here. I've received some DMs of people saying like, oh, I didn't even know you had a podcast. So I think that this episode would also be cool for the people who are new to get to know us a little bit better. And also for the people who have been around for a while and want to get to know us more intimately. Yeah. Um, I have no idea what questions we're going to be answering. So this is all a surprise for me. Carrie has a long list of questions written down on her phone. She's scrolling through them and I'm seeing the thumb just swipe up, 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 up. And there's a lot of them there. So should I be scared? No, not at all. This is a test that I found online. I text messaged it to you, but you obviously did not give a little look-a-rooney, but that's all right. And, a look-a-rooney. And I also did not really read through a lot of these. I just found the quiz and there are a lot of questions. Some of them are kind of like silly and weird, so I might skip some of them. But for the most part, we are just going to go through these questions. I have not thought about any of the answers either, and we're just going to move through it. But first, let's start off with a life update. What's going on in our world? There's a lot that has changed just within the last week of us during this podcast episode. We talked about the chickens last week, right? We did, but there's another new arrival. There is another new arrival, a pet lamb, our second pet lamb. The neighbors dropped him off, what, five days ago? Yeah, on, I think, was it, what day was it? Was it Monday last week? Uh, honey, uh, uh, dates me. No, it's not good. <laughs> so if you guys know, if you've been here for a while, last September, we got Wolson, which is our pet lamb. He lives in the pasture with our neighbor's lambs because they're companion animals. And so we like to make sure that Wolson has some other sheep friends around him and then it, it helps us keep the, you know, they're essentially, they're lawnmowers and they're cute, cuddly ones when they're your pet lamb. Wilson has been living in the orchard and by the creek. We kind of move them around a lot, but it, we've, we've always kind of known it would be nice to get one other pet lamb so that Wilson can have a pet lamb friend. A lamb panion. A lamb panion. It's a nice sign that spring is here. Definitely. Some of the trees are starting to flower, like the early ones are plum trees and the cherry trees and the magnolias, which are always like the first sign of spring. And then when the baby lambs come, it's the next sign that like spring is coming. So we're in the final grasp of winter and we're very much looking forward to the change in the seasons. Yes. That all being said, let's get into our episode. These first questions are about the past. Who was their best friend growing up? That's easy for you. Definitely Chrissy. Yes. Chrissy was, we became best friends in fifth grade and we've 
we're still best friends. But do you remember there was one right before that that was like young, 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 young. You probably don't remember her name, but we found each other on Instagram. Oh, yeah. I don't remember her name, though. (laughs) Okay. I haven't met her before. No. Her name was Krista. My... Krista. And then Kelly and Katie. All of your friends start with a K. (laughs) Yeah, but Krista ends in an A instead of an E. That's true. It still starts with the same, like, Your best friend growing up later on in life was Carlos. Yeah, but that... I love Carlos. He is definitely in the in the running, but I don't know if he was my best friend growing, growing up. up. Mm. Yeah. It's probably Jordan. Oh, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got into a lot of mischief together. Yeah. I've met Jordan and I I would have gotten there. Yeah. I would have gotten there. Yeah. <laughs> As a kid, what did they want to be when they grew up? I know yours. You wanted to be a vet. And you're living your your best vet life. I wanted to be a vet, and I also wanted to be a fighter pilot. So there were like the two things there. Okay, but I've heard the vet thing. The vet, you yes. told me you yeah. wanted to be a vet. Yeah. And a lot of your your, I feel vet vibes from you. <laughs> like <laughs> when you vet vibes. <laughs> when you take care of Lanka, like Alex and Lanka have this like bond of like Alex doing his dental work, Lanka's dental work. I posted a TikTok about it if you like are intrigued, but essentially Lanka is just... Look, I've built the bond of trust. He knows that when I pull out the metal scraper that I'm going to scrape all the plaque off of his teeth, I'm going to brush him, and then he's going to get a treat at the end. So and he, he just, loves it. He just, he's there for it. You know, I'm gentle. And um, who doesn't love that post-dentist clean feeling? I think everybody does they do i have a dentist appointment this week actually what oh no wait you have what to are you gonna mine. be uh, i think you okay ballet dancer i mean i know that you were a big dancer and you went to ballet like yeah. and you went to dance class every day so i'm sure that when or, i was, or like theater you wanted to be an actress yeah that's probably more spot on or a choreographer not a choreographer I mean, maybe like, I think that that's a good combination of the things that I loved when I was little. And I thought that maybe I would dance. You wanted to be a thespian, (laughs) a thespian, like a a theater actress, an Mm. actor, theater actor with dancing and performing. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds about right. I feel like, you know, I'm entertaining now. My life, my career is entertainment. Did they have any part-time jobs as a teen? (laughs) You worked at a sub shop that you got fired from. (laughs) Yeah, I worked. My first job was um, in like work experience senior year. And I worked um, the lunch shift. I got to get off of school early. And then I went to a local deli. And I worked there. It was actually called Deli-icious. And, um, he got fired. Well, excuse me. I worked there for the whole year, just fine. But then like senior year, you know how you get senioritis and everybody's just kind of like, it's all good. Just like screw everything. Um, well, a couple of my friends came into the deli and I gave one of them a free bag of chips. And then my boss saw that and, uh, he said, did you just give him a free bag of chips? And I said, I did. And he said, well, guess what? You're fired ouch yeah and then his wife was really nice because me being fired would have like made me like fail school and so um his wife stepped in and was like look let's not like screw up his life over a bag of chips and so i ended up buying two bags of chips and 
passing. But I did not get did not get that letter of recommendation. That female energy with the empathy. Yep. <laughs> you gotta love it. Yeah. She saved your career or your high school both. I still to this day can still make a really good sandwich though. You know, That's just saying. So what about you? I think your first job was Wendy Peppercorn lifeguarding at Green Valley Casino. You got it. Hey, no running. Hey, Did I you saved save somebody's a baby's life. life. Oh, a wow. baby. The mom was drunk at the pool. Just getting lit. She was Vegas. It's Vegas, you yeah. know. But this place was in Henderson, so it was like still kind of Vegas. Green Valley Ranch Hotel. She had a few too many yeah. wild and wet margaritas. Yeah, and the baby was just you know, walking down, there was like this beach sand, you know how like mm-hmm. some of the pools do like, yeah, the sand thing, yeah, the sand yeah. thing. And yeah. the baby was just like, boop, 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 walking down yeah. that way. And the mom was just like drinking and then, yeah. and so, I mean, the baby wasn't drowning, but the baby was walking into the water by itself yeah. and could D- barely deeper walk. And deeper and deeper yeah. and, and mom was like, and I was like, is she going to notice this? And so then I just went and swooped up the baby. So I don't know if I saved the baby's life, but I, it was a preemptory save. It was a preemptory save. Yeah. yeah. It was like, um, you know, what's that Tom Cruise movie where he can, where the police can find out that you're going to commit a crime before you do it. I don't know. Anyways, that's where I was going with it. You you knew that a couple more steps and that baby would not have been all right. So good for you. Did they have a good high school experience? I think what do you, I mean what like why are you I had a like fantastic that? high school okay. experience. Yeah. I think that you did. Yeah. I don't know. I had a really fun high school experience. Cool. Mhm. I think you did too. Yeah. yeah. I graduated early. Oh, that's right. You did. You you were like, you liked it, but you didn't want to stick around for longer yeah. than you needed to. I was just like, I want an adult. <laughs> Look at you go. I think most people are like, I don't ever want to grow up, you know? Yeah. So you graduated high school a year early. Yeah. And... That's definitely like a statistical outlier. Yeah. I mean, I took some college course classes. Like I got credit. Mm-hmm. By doing and I and then and that meant I didn't have to be at school as long. So like mm-hmm. I would get out every day at like twelve thirty versus like three, and then I'd have to go to night classes at the local community college. Yeah, I mean I liked high school. I was on cheer. I had great friends. I just by year three was like we got to stay here for another year, mm-hmm. and I wanted to live in California. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be by the ocean. I was over living in Vegas, suburbia, so hot. And it was boring for me, to be honest. And I was just like, I want to go spread my wings. So I don't know why I just sang that. It's that theater background. <laughs> and so... She also did actually spread her wings yeah, here. Yeah, I did. So like, so like the whole. dancing. And so I went to my counselor and I said, I want to start my life and I want to do my senior year with my junior year because I knew one other girl who was doing it mm-hmm. and so the double double I did it I did uh, adult education is what they called it mm-hmm. like essentially you just do like evening classes for those specific and then you have to take tests and make sure you mm-hmm. pass them and then I ended up walking with class of 06 instead of 07 well I was class of 06 so I guess 
Yeah, and I'm I'm like six months older than you. So I'm so yeah. you would have been a junior when I was a senior. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> oh god. I know you've always liked older men, haven't you? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> What's their favorite place that they've traveled to? I think Carrie, it's probably Thailand. I loved Thailand. Yeah. Or Italy. Close. Spain. No. Yeah, I think you've just hit them. Like Thailand and Italy, I would pick as my top two. Yeah. Yeah, very different vibes, but... For sure. But both... Equally cool places. Yeah. And for you, I'd say... Ooh, this is a tough question. He's a traveling man. I I guess I was a traveling man, yeah. (laughs) I'd say if you would have asked me... Now you live in New Zealand. Mm. But if you would have asked me back in the day, I would have been like, New Zealand's on one of your top lists of mm-hmm. like places that you've traveled to. Mm. Um, you live here now, so I'm going to have to pick something else. Mm-hmm. Spain. You lived in Spain for I lived for a in little... Spain for three years. Yeah. I love Spain. The Basque country. Spain has a bit of everything. The food in the Basque country, probably... Up there with the best in the world. Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Love love me some Costa Rica. I feel like it's your favorite. Uh, I would love to go to Costa Rica right now. So have I kind of hit the top? You kind of hit all of them. Yeah. I think Is there like, like a number one? Um, I mean, Namibia. Namibia. Okay. It was like one of the most amazing adventures of my life. And that country is just incredible. Like... It's the second least populated place in the world. And it has all of the big five animals, elephants, giraffes, rhinoceros, lions, cheetahs. Um, Yeah. And I did a really fun adventure back then in 2012 with uh, my friend who is a major in the SAS. And we tried to cross a mountain range and shot um, a sizzle reel for a television show. And that was a big adventure. So that was really fun. I'd say that was probably up there as well with one of the best trips. So yeah, Namibia. Do they have someone that got away? Yeah, nah. 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 I think you're the one. I'm glad everybody else got away. Yeah, nah. Yeah, Yeah, nah. Same. What's the most spiritual experience they've ever had? The first thing that comes to mind for me, for you, is when you did mushrooms in Amsterdam and you went to a museum and looked at Picasso's? No, close. Vincent van Gogh. Um, That was a great experience. Highly recommend. Um, But that was not the most spiritual experience of my life. You know, walking the Camino de Santiago Mm. in Spain, this ancient pilgrimage route to Santiago de Compostela. It's a month long, it was a month long journey walking every day, uh, 800 kilometers, 500 miles. That was a pretty spiritual experience. That really helped me find the direction I wanted to take in life. I was 22 years old and kind of um, didn't really have a clear idea like which direction I wanted to go. And um, I highly recommend to everyone and anyone to at least once in your life, walk the Camino de Santiago. I think it's almost time for like another Camino. What about you? What's your most spiritual experience? I'm, I don't know. Have we talked about this? I think 
I grew up really religious, very mm-hmm. spiritual in that way. Mm. My mom's Catholic. My grandparents are extremely Catholic mm-hmm. from Italy. And I grew up going to Catholic school. Religion and spirituality was always part of my life. And I had a lot of different like religious spiritual experiences growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard to explain because when Alex and I talk about religion, it's slightly difficult because, not that it's difficult, but it's different because it's more so of you hearing and understanding about my experience because you didn't grow up religious. In a particularly religious household, no. Or going to church or anything like that. I went to church a handful of times. Yeah. So... I went to church every Friday, every Sunday. Yeah. We were like, I mm-hmm. went, my mass every Friday was at school and then I'd go with my family on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And so it was very like prevalent in my life. But I, I think that that childhood of being brought up like that, I had a lot of different spiritual experiences, right? Like when you're, But I also had some spiritual and religious experiences that were, they were spiritual in a different way in terms of like my spirituality changing in terms of like what happened. Like for instance, I'll give you an example and this is something I've told Alex about before where like when I did communion at Catholic school when I was young, I went into the confession stand and I was like in third grade and he wanted me to like the priest the priest asked me to tell my sins in third grade in third grade and so I made something up because I had no you stole a crayon uh, yeah I like made something up I like pretended that I like stole something from my brother or something And I remember thinking, oh, I have to tell him something I did wrong. So I'm going to make something up. And then afterwards, I was like, oh my gosh, I just lied to the priest in communion. Well, you'll definitely have something for next week then. (laughs) And so, yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I think that that for me was a spiritual experience, Mm. right? Because it doesn't mean that it has to be a positive one. It could mean that it's it's a spiritual experience that kind of guided you on a path the rest of your life Mm -hmm. and so that experience made me go okay well I don't know if I am fully into that Mm -hmm. and it's not that I'm against Catholicism entirely but I knew that like that experience to me was like hmm that's I'm not an I don't I think that you're too young at that age, going, and that's the age that you go to communion. Actually, I think I was a little bit older because I had put be put into the school like a little bit mm-hmm. um, older. I think it was like supposed to be second grade that you were supposed to do communion. I was doing it in third. Mm. And it's just like... So you're like six years old or something like yeah, that? Yeah, having to like express your sins and stuff. Yeah. And it was just a weird experience. So mm. that's a spiritual experience I've had. May not have been the best experience, but since then... I am religious in different ways and I'm very spiritual in lots of different ways too. What's a more worthy investment to them? Experiences or objects? I think both of us would answer experiences. Definitely. Experiences over possessions any day. I think that we 
have that in common. How do they like to give love and receive love? Ooh, the five languages of love. <laughs> Carry is definitely a words of affirmation. And also like contact, right? Yeah, I think it's time. Like spending quality time. Quality time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe the second one. Yeah. Yours is quality time and contact and physical touch. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe some acts of service, but not really. Oh yeah, your your number one was acts of service. No, no I, I think remember. that's. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I there's nothing wrong with this. Is what I always tell you. No, I no don't agree with it. No languages of love are bad. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but it's not like I want you to be my servant. You know what no, I mean? I know that, but like you like little things done for you. Like if you're like, oh wow, she cleaned my desk. Like that's so nice. Or like, oh, if she like hung up my shirt. Like that's showing that she loves me. Or chopped the onions for the stew that I'm gonna make. Exactly, I did that the other day. Yeah. And I left it for you and you probably went, oh. I did. Yeah. So that's But it's little like, things. It's not like, you know, I think that I think that acts of service gets a bad rap in the languages of love. Exactly. You give it the bad rap. No, I don't. <laughs> the acts of service? You think it's bad. Like when you got that on the list, you were like, no, I'm not acts of service. I don't know yet. I it's okay. It's like little things. I think quality time. Yeah, and you're physical, definitely quality physical time. Touch, like if I sure. were to guess, I would say quality time and physical touch. Yeah. I don't think I would guess acts of service, but you took the test and it said acts of service. That was like seven years ago, by yeah. the way. I think things change. How do they like to be apologized to? Profusely. <laughs> and repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a sucker for bringing things back up again. I'm like, do you remember you did that? I'm like, and we have spoken about that <laughs> multiple times. Um, For you, you like. I want that eye contact. You, yeah, you like eye contact and a hug. And a hug. You a like a hug. hug. A hug will seal the deal. Yeah, you always, you're like, come give me a hug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always like, come give me a And then when I'm mad at you, I'm like. Yeah, no, I don't want to, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> what is their preferred form of communication that's not in person Mm. email (laughs) for me (laughs) no just like with business (laughs) no with you i mean facetime obviously yeah when we first started dating it was like facetime facetime we facetime each other even when i facetimed you like the first time that i contacted you after i got your phone number (laughs) i know it was a bit much it was but you liked it i did because i was like dang he's not playing any games no i'm going straight to the facetime yeah and i remember i still remember the moment of you facetiming me and me thinking what am i gonna do do i answer yeah should i just like x out of this who's this Who is this crazy person who's FaceTiming me on the first time? Yeah, but it was fun. Yeah. It just went straight into like communication and being real with each other. Yeah. Not playing games. and. I liked it. What do they like the most about you? <laughs> you go first. <laughs> you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. We're giggling. We're like, we're like five years old. Yeah. Um... I think that this is kind of weird, you know? 
Like, I think that you, about me, like the most, my smile. (laughs) I love your smile. You have a great smile. My, but my, maybe my like like eagerness to. I just love your energy. Mm. I just love your energy. Mm. You know, you can bring a smile and good vibes to pretty much everybody you meet. And I love that about you. Oh. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. And I love to be around it. Aww. <laughs> I'm gushing yeah. over here. No, um, for you, Uh-oh. my favorite thing, what I like the most about you is Lonka has entered the chat. <laughs> He's what do you like most? Walked Monica? into the room. <laughs> he said, "What about me?" Love and determination. It's a combination of three things. Ooh. Your loyalty. You're very loyal. Mm. Your realness, and your like, determination. Like when you want to learn something or get something done, you do it. And so I can always depend on you for that. Like even moving into this house, you were like, I'm going to learn how to do all these things that we need to get done. You know, you're like dependable in that way. You're very, very dependable. Mm. Thank you. That means a lot. Proxima pregunta. Are they more introverted or extroverted? I think you're more introverted. Yeah. But you're fairly balanced. You can be extroverted. But I think we both can be extroverted. We're introverted extroverts. I used to be a lot more extroverted. Yeah. And I feel like now extreme extroversion just like makes... I have to recharge after. Yeah. I think that that more introversion comes with age. Mm. I think personally, I've when I look back on my life, I have always had introverted tendencies. Mm Mm-hmm. Yet I come off as an extrovert. I, when I'm with people, I'm really like outgoing Mm -hmm. and talkative and like, I like to, yeah, I like to be around people, Yeah. but I would prefer most of the time to be in my own little world. And and for me, it's like being here at home with you. I'd Mm -hmm. rather be with you than alone. Mm-hmm. but you're part of my existence, so it doesn't feel like yeah. it's... I mean, I was voted the biggest partier in my senior year of high school, which is which is actually quite bizarre for me to even look back on. Which is insane for me to hear. And and then in in college, you know, like I partied a lot too. Yeah, when I and heard I think that, when I finished, I was like, When who? I finished that like six-year period of my life, in my like late teens, early 20s, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think I need to do that anymore. Yeah, because you know? by I've the like time I met you, that. you yeah. were not like that. No. I, I kind of got my act together at like age, yeah, just 22. When I graduated college, I was like, I don't need to wizard staff or play flip cup anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what quality do they value most in others? I think that you probably value most 
I think, yeah, probably loyalty, right? Empathy. Empathy. We should have known that. Damn it. (laughs) Empathy for sure. If you're an empathetic person and, you know, you can feel how other people feel and, well, and I don't even mean feel how other people feel, but care and try to relate. Like compassion. Compassion. Yeah. Yeah. Empathy, compassion. Loyalty is great too. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. But, um... I can feel when I'm talking to an empathetic person immediately and it either makes me feel comfortable or not comfortable (laughs) (laughs) most of the time. For you, I think you value most, I'd say loyalty for you. Um, I just like when people value their own word. Mm. For me... That's loyalty. Yeah, but not, it's not loyalty. I don't need somebody to be loyal to me Mm. as much as like, if you say you're going to do something, doing it. What is a word for that? Like good for their word or? I just think that like in this day and age, nobody values like their word anymore. There's so Mm. many excuses that people make Mm. and I'm kind of old school in that sense in which if I tell you I'm going to do something, you're going to do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. And I think that that is, uh, is a value that is not as prevalent as it used to be. Like back in the day, like your word was everything, you know, it was everything. If you broke your word, you were useless. You know what I mean? Like nobody would ever trust you again. Yeah. And like now in the world that we live in, like, everybody's just left, right, and center. Flaky. Flaky. Yeah. Breaking their word. So anti-flake is your favorite, (laughs) essentially. (laughs) Something like that. No corn flakes. Would you ever go back to your hometown? Like, would you ever move back to your hometown or never go back? Would they ever want to move back to their hometown or never go back? What do you think? For you? Yeah. For you, it's a little bit more of a question mark. For me, it's a hey. <laughs> <laughs> I think for you, it's a it's never going back. I think for me, it's hard because um, I love San Diego. San Diego is great. I love San Diego. There's yeah. so many things to love about it. But at the same time, there are a lot of reasons why I left and and don't want to go back either. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so it's complicated. And I also want to say it is complicated for me too, because anybody who's listening that's from Henderson, Nevada, yeah. <laughs> and they know that I'm from there too, I have nothing against, I like going back. It feels nostalgic for me to go back. There yeah. are lots of nice things about it, you know, um, but it's just never been, it's never jived with my energy, mm-hmm. I guess. Well, I don't think that, I think it's worth saying there's nothing wrong with staying in your hometown. Oh, 100% no. And I think that what both of us kind of feel is that it's good as well in our opinions. And, and it has been good in our life experience to leave our hometowns mm-hmm. because we have grown in ways that perhaps we couldn't have if we had stayed in our hometowns. Definitely. But like- there's no... Out of doubt. Reason why we wouldn't go back. No. Because, you know, it's important to have like friends and family and roots. Oh, definitely. And um, 
And when we say go back, we mean like move back. Yeah. That's the and question. And like live like, there. We're literally going back in a couple of months to be to there. To visit for, family. Yeah. yeah. But to move back and live, I wouldn't want to. I would, I would go back to San Diego or with you before I would go back to Henderson. I remember flying into a state in the middle of America and I remember normally I'm along the coast, but I remember I was going for a wedding and we, the, the plane landed and I looked at us on a map of yeah. where we were and there was no coastline anywhere. And I remember thinking, oh, I like all of a sudden got this like anxiety yeah. about not being near the ocean. Yeah. You're like your landlubber. <laughs> and so I just was like, oh, that's interesting. I've never had that kind of like fear before and um surrounded by land yeah and so i think that maybe i felt that living in nevada because although it is close enough to the ocean you can get there in a day right on a day trip but you'd have to that is a long day trip no 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 i mean like you can get to the ocean in a day you will want to stay the night definitely (laughs) you're not driving back Yeah. You're not driving back in the same day. No, exactly. I get it though. I think that there some being close to the ocean, there is a sense of uh, vastness, right? And I think that when you stand on the edge of the ocean, you feel free. Especially the Pacific Ocean, there is a sense of feeling of uh, you know possibility, right? Yeah. When you look out across the horizon, you're like, wow, you know, across those waves, there's a whole other world there's different continents it makes me feel less claustrophobic too i'm like ooh, like vast the ocean is an amazing thing though because it can make you feel so calm and at the same time like when the ocean is in a bad mood it's probably one of the most frightening things like on the planet yeah it reminds me of when i was surfing with my dad and I went to go catch a wave uh-huh. and I didn't catch it. And I like smashed my hands down on the water and I was like, oh, I didn't get it. You uh, know, I was like yeah. mad, mad about it. And he was like, if you're angry with you, I don't know why I'm giving him an accent. Yeah. He's totally yeah. Californian. He yeah. talks just like us. I just do, I give my mom an accent every time. It's I good. Say. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> no, no, I'm not giving him an accent. But he was just like, if you smash your hands down yeah. on, he's like, you, the energy you give the ocean is the energy it will give you back. Totally. And so I was like, I'm sorry. It's like whenever you're in the water surfing and there's like some aggro guy who's yelling at people and causing a problem in the lineup, it never works out for those people. Sure, they'll catch a wave one or two times, but then they'll they'll miff it on like a good wave and then they'll just be screaming and it's always bad vibes. So yeah, good vibes in the ocean. Do they prefer structure or going with the flow? Hmm... You are definitely structure orientated. It's that Virgo baby. Carrie needs the routine. I like the routine. But I can go with the flow. But you can go with the flow. Yeah. You are both too. I'm You're down structure. to go with the flow. You're structure. But I'm Virgo rising and that rising tendency has like risen a lot like in the last few years. And I think that I lived a decade of my life super going with the flow, travel, new schedule, new country, not a lot of like structure or routine in my life. And I think that like I'm now in the backswing of that pendulum and wanting more structure and more routine and really enjoying my routine. Like building a healthy routine was something that I lacked 
so much in my like previous life. Yeah, you're on it with those morning routines. And I love my morning routine. And we like structure in our household, for instance, like, and with our work. For sure. And we're developing more structure right now than we've probably ever had. Definitely. And that feels really good. It (laughs) does. It does. Yeah. Even just like Monday morning right now, recording this podcast, it's not going up until Friday. No, but but we're ahead of the curve. And we're very like structured within like how we take care of the house. Like when we go to bed at night, everything's clean. Mm-hmm. We close the kitchen down, mm-hmm. you know, and even clean the it living up. room. Like I make the living room yeah. go back to order, and yeah, because if you wake up the next morning and you walk out and everything, you're still dealing with yesterday's mess. That totally messes with your ability to like meet the day as a new page, a totally. new chapter. It sounds like a page out of Carrie Rad self care summer. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, I used to talk You've about that. You've taught so me much. a lot about that, you know. And also, when we go on a trip. I like to have a loose structure on a trip. I like to leave a lot open. No, 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 no. When we go on a trip, also, I'm always like, let's clean the house so that when oh, we yeah. come home, it's like... Yeah, we have a deep clean before we leave. Which is the best feeling when you come back from a trip. It is. You're like, oh, I can vouch. Home. Instead of you go on a trip, you come home and it's a disaster and you're just like, I wish I wasn't home. Yeah, if you left everything to the last second before you leave on your trip and you come back to three weeks ago disaster, it is (gasps) not a good, it's not a good place to be. No, because coming back from a trip, you want to immediately feel like, (sighs) let's reset. Yeah, not, not, not unpack. Yeah, you want to feel like, I just walked in through the door. I'm back from this trip. I'm going to put my bags down. I'm going to end up, you know, washing my clothes maybe tomorrow or whatever. But I don't need to wash my sheets because they're clean. My sheets are clean because I put fresh ones on before I left. The house is clean and I can wake up tomorrow feeling happy to be home because Mm -hmm. it's clean. We both, especially me, but we both are very affected by our environments. For sure. Like when things... Are, like yesterday, I was just like, I've been having a great day. Why am I all, all of a sudden anxious now? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, the house is a kind of messy. So then I, in my favorite thing ever is like cleaning on a Sunday. I, I, we watched a movie. Which yet. sounds yeah. ridiculous. No, it doesn't. I don't know if it's my favorite thing ever, yeah. but it's a... But like, how, but living in it, like your space reflects your headspace. Mm-hmm, totally. Like I watched a movie the other night. Um... And there was a scene where they like walked into an apartment and it was, it was trashed. There was like, you know, dirty dishes everywhere and like leftover takeout boxes and beer bottles and X, Y, and Z. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, like, yeah, that would, I would not want to be in that space like that. No. Yeah. So that's something that we... And yet I lived with that in college for like four <laughs> years, you know? Never lived like that. I will say that I was a little bit more messy when I lived. I think when you're younger, you're messier because yeah. you don't, you, you know... It's like oh, I was you a messy learn. teenager. Oh, like yeah? my parents used to, oh my gosh. Really? My bedroom had clothes everywhere. Really? And it wasn't messy like, oh, there's like pizza boxes and stuff. It was like messy like piles upon piles of clothes all over my bed everywhere and my I remember one time my mom and stepdad 
took the clothes all over the floor, uh-huh. all over the bed, everywhere, and put it in my car. Nice. To be and like, this is what you have to deal with. They were like, you can't go anywhere until you clean your car out. Wow. Yeah. They just took everything out of my room. Nice. And I was that's like, a good tactic. Because that's what I used to do. Like when I could drive and stuff, I'd be like, bye. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, I can drive now. So I'm just like going to leave. Like I'm going to go and hang out with my friends. Going to leave this mountain of yeah. dirty laundry. I was like, that's a pretty good tactic. Although I think I just like threw them in like trash bags and like put them in my closet then if I needed to go somewhere. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And then dealt with them later. There's definitely some like hoarder tendencies, it <laughs> yeah. sounds like. I, you know, I don't know. That's, that, that was my teenage life. Now I have like a small pile of clothes sometimes, like on the laundry basket. If I'm like, okay, these are like my go backs. I used to work in retail, so I always call them the go backs. I don't know if anybody can relate there, which they, means... They look like just ready to go into the laundry. <laughs> no, but some of them are just go backs where it's like they're clean and they just need to be folded and hung or whatever yeah and so i haven't gotten around to it you know i like to sometimes i change my outfit sometimes i try things on and i'm like this isn't working for me i'm gonna try something else on and then if we've got to leave then i'm like okay i'm just gonna leave these here for a second and then put them away later trust me it's nowhere compared to when i was in high school it was so bad when i was in high school (laughs) the trash bags (laughs) what would marie Kondo do she would fold those up real nicely yeah, and, and organize them yeah. in she a drawer. She wouldn't pick out more than one outfit. And if no. she did, she'd, she'd go right back. put it right back, back in. It'd yeah. go right back. Listen, mm. we all can strive to be a Marie Kondo, yeah. but... very few can, actually. Very few can. We're clean, but we're not Marie Kondo. Yeah, it's something to aspire to. It is. I mean, I love labeling things. We've just You're taken... good on the labeling. <laughs> we've just taken that last question mm-hmm. and... Run with <laughs> it. Ran with which it. Which is really good. It was good. Well, it's been a fun little convo. Yeah. But I think we're kind of getting... Are we getting to time? Yeah, I think that we're good. I think that that's it for today's episode. If you want to send in any questions to get advice on, this is your time to do it because next episode we're doing an advice podcast. You can send your questions to at soul sugar podcast. (coughs) Sorry. Bless you. At gmail.com. And you can find us. Where can they find you, Alex? You can find me on YouTube at Alexander Ailing. You can find me on Instagram at Alexander.Ailing. And you can find me on TikTok at Alexander Ailing. Heck yeah, let's get him on that TikTok. My TikTok is like, <laughs> needs some needs some eyeballs. It's not happening. It's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make it happen. Yeah. And you can find me on TikTok at, at Carrie Rad. Which can- is definitely happening. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah. And then you can find me on instagram at carrie rad and youtube everywhere's at carrie rad yep so thank you all for listening y'all for listening and uh we will catch you guys talk to you in the next one in the next one peace thanks for listening bye